Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into our 11 o'clock hour, our final hour of the scoreboard show. On Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. So glad you've been with us on this Friday night. Accessing us in whichever means you use, be it a be it radio or be it your smart device or downloading the Odyssey app. Bill, you do download the Odyssey app. And follow all of our programming here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. We got Garrett Chapman working on the other side of the glass. Eric Slaughter, I think, has a final from his game. Uh, we want to check in with him right now. Let's check in with Eric. This is a live sideline report. Sports Radio 92.90 Games Friday night high school scoreboard show. This is Eric Slaughter, and I'm here at North Hall High School where the Titans of North Oconee go to 5-0, and they really laid the smack of down on the Trojans of North Hall. I am joined by head coach Tyler Arndt and our players of the game. First coach. Defensively, the first two drives of the game, they went backwards. Talk about the defensive game plan and how you really established it. Yeah, we talked all week about a relentless attack and, and, and trying to overwhelm them. And I felt like with our effort and our physicality, we were able to do that early and to create some problems. And then it just kind of continued throughout the rest of the ball game where we were able to get back there and get some pressure on, on their quarterback or, or tackles for loss to create issues. Now, Coach, as you got into the second half, your offense really started to click. You started the second half with three consecutive scoring drives, all over 50 yards or more. Then you got a turnover and got in the end zone again. What was the halftime message and what really changed for the offense in the second half? Yeah, they, they came out and played a different front than we had prepared for all week, and it took some time to adjust, and, and they were sending a lot of pressure that we hadn't seen. Um, so once we got that adjusted at halftime, we came out and we were a lot – we were a lot more effective uh, and executed a lot better in the second half. So I think that's what you saw is just us be able to go in there, make a couple adjustments, settle down, and come out and, and, and really do what we had planned to do all week. Special teams, you did well. Your kicker was awesome tonight, had two long field goals. Talk about that aspect of the game, and then we'll get to our players of the game. Yeah, no, I mean, that goes back to relentless attack. We wanted all three phases to be in that kind of mindset. Uh, but I thought J.J. kicked so great tonight. I mean, all the touchbacks and then the deep, uh, field goal that he kicked. Um, he, he was a weapon, and, and 
he continues to improve, and if he keeps growing and developing, he's going to be a weapon deep in the playoffs for us. Now, Coach, offensively, close to 400 yards total, over 200 on the ground, another 150 so in the air. I could have talked about your stud running back number eight. I could have talked about your big wide receiver number 12 who got an end zone twice. But no offense can stay on the field, put up 400 yards, unless the five big ugly guys up front do their job. I got them standing here with me. But talk about them as a unit and what they do. Oh, man, they, they come to work every day. I mean, they, they get, they never get this. So for, for them to be standing here and to get this publicity, this notoriety, I mean, this is what they deserve because nobody ever thinks about them. Um, and, and they come and work just like everybody else is, and, and they're the ones that grind it out, and, and they get nasty up front and, and give us an opportunity to do a lot of things on offense. So super proud of them and, and appreciate them more than they'll probably ever realize. Now, I tease them. I call them big uggies, but they're actually five handsome young men. <laughs> and I'm going to talk to all five of them right now. But, Coach, congratulations on 5-0. and oh. Came up a little short of the goal last year. Going into the second half of the season, I know the end goal is Mercedes-Benz Stadium. How do you keep going down that train? We got to keep focusing on us. We, we can't be worried about who we're playing. We got to continue to come in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and just focus on us and the things that we need to do to get better. And then we got to compete at practice. Um, you know, iron sharpens iron. And, you know, we feel like with some of the things that we're doing at practice right now, we're giving ourselves a chance to go be really, really special at the end of the year. All right, Coach, appreciate it. I'm going to talk to these guys up front. Thank you so much. All right, fellas. Your quarterback had all day to pass, your running backs had holes the size of Mack trucks. What does it take to create such a dominance performance in the trenches like that? And what's the mindset each and every week? Well, we talk about it. Coach Blevins talks about it all the time. It's communication. Uh, at the beginning, I feel like we lacked that a little bit. But as the game went on, we adjusted and we communicated. We started calling the front. We started identifying the mic. And each play, we did that. And I feel like that's when we started, started getting consistent, like a warm night through butter, second half. Do your coach and your RBs give you the love during the week? Do they bring you lunch? Do they bring you a little extra breakfast? What do they do when you put a performance like this? Hey, they just they, – they appreciate it. They appreciate it. So every uh, Wednesday night, our quarterback, he takes us out to eat. It's an really expensive bill. Yes, sir. I know. <laughs> he shows his appreciation each and every week. So. All right. So I'm going to give all five of you guys a chance to introduce yourselves and talk to the listeners of Sports Radio Nights of Game. Starting here, what's your name, young yes, man? Yes, sir. My name is Cam McCullers. I'm number 55. I play right guard. And I just want to say go Titans, baby. We're going deep this year. All right. Big guy. My name is Daniel Waldrop. I play left tackle and left guard, and I'm number 74. My name is Kay Cagle. I'm number 65, and I play center and I'm Bodie Massey. I'm 63, and I play right tackle. Get Big guys seven. less. I got a – what are you, about 6'4"? 6'3". 6'3". I'm Carson Mink, number 78, and left tackle. All right. The offensive line makes this thing go. Coach, all right, congratulations one last time. Titans are on their way to their next game, and I think Coach has one last message. Yeah, we, we got another guy that got hurt two weeks ago, Alex Hamby, who's been a big part of our all offensive right. line. Uh, and, and, and this guy would be a part of this group as well. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um, I'm Alex Hanvey. I was 58, and I did play center before Kay took over. All right, Alex, you will be the inspiration for the rest of the year. Are you out for the season? Yes, sir. All right, guess what? If I see you at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I'm talking to you first, okay, because you're going to get these guys yes, to that end goal, okay? Yes, All right, it's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are the high school scoreboard show. The Titans are 5-0. We're going back to the studio with Sam and Chris. All right, thanks a lot. Eric Slaughter, who got us all set and introduced us to the whole offensive line. <laughs> Great work out there, Jim. I love it, though. Offensive line. We don't, you know, yeah. 
We're not just going after them quarterbacks. Got to show them some love. Got to show them some love. Somebody else we got to show some love. Big comfort behind game. Thriller tonight. Cartersville over Calhoun. Coach Connor Foster joins us now. Coach, congratulations. Welcome to the Scoreboard Show. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Coach Foster, first, congratulations. I sat here and watched the game. It was on GPB online. I watched almost the whole thing. Calhoun controlled the early part. They're up 17 nothing. You guys just continue playing and playing and playing. You take the lead way late in the game. What was a turning point where you felt like, you know, you kind of started go- having something working for you and thought you could get back in it? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought, you know, we told the halftime, uh, just, just refocus. You know, that's what great teams do. Um, you know, we can't go back and change what happened in the first half. We had a lot of guys, you know, that have played a lot of football, but maybe haven't been in that kind of environment and had to be the guy, you know. And so I, I thought we had some jitters in the, in the first half and town came out and punched us in the mouth and um, made some huge plays. And, and we just couldn't get anything going offensively, got in our own way, had some penalties, killed some drives. And, you know, our kids just did a tremendous job of refocusing in halftime. And, you know, we just told them, hey, lock in on, on getting one stop and one score. And we came out. Um, and got that first stop, and then, and then you know, I had some big plays there to, to finally get on the scoreboard, went for it on a fourth down back in our own territory, and find, find a way to get it done, uh, stayed aggressive. And once we got that first one, we felt like, you know, we were right back in it, and uh, the momentum was on our side. Momentum, indeed. You get the win. And talk about the importance of doing this. This is the first game in the region, and your region is one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we, we got a tremendous region. I mean, tr- truly. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, there'll be two teams in our region that that are easily good enough to be in the playoffs. Um, and so week in and week out, it's going to be a battle. And, again, that was that was kind of the conversation after the game is enjoy it tonight, you know, protect what we got, make sure we're making good choices. And then tomorrow morning we got to get back up and refocus on, on getting better and, and getting ready for the next week. Well, I know you're busy uh, coaching and, and being at the game every Friday, but I'm sitting here with Sam every Friday talking about Cartersville and how good they are, aren't I, Sam? Yes, Tell you them. do. You do. I, I do. Very much. I, and I'm just overly always been impressed with you guys. You do a great job coaching them. You always have when you're running defense and now as a head coach. But what I continue to be impressed by is the players playing to a standard. The scoreboard didn't seem to affect them. They just kind of yeah. keep playing, keep playing, and keep playing, and good things happen. My man, you guys have lost three football games in the regular season in like 11 years. You know that, right? <laughs> Uh, you know uh, no, that's not uh, normal, right? Well, uh, I don't pay much attention to all that. You know, it's, it's getting better this week. You guys do an awesome job, man. And defensively is where it's at. You know, Carters will have these big-time names, you know, obviously number one draft pick at quarterback. But it was always the defense. And what has to improve now, Coach? What stands out is, hey, that was great. We got the win. I know how you are. Sure. I know you didn't want to talk about that. So let's talk <laughs> about what's, what's got to improve for you guys to have the yeah. season you want to have. Yeah, we gave up a couple of big plays, um, you know, early on. And, uh, you know, that that's always in a big game. Turnovers, big plays, um, you know. So, we, we just struggled field position-wise early on and, and just couldn't get off the field. Third down is another one on both sides of the ball. First mm-hmm. half, we didn't win third down. And that, that goes back to not winning first half. Um, you know, I think sometimes you get caught up being so worried about third down. But the reality is if you're not winning those first downs on both sides of the ball, we're not going to be very successful on third down. So, um, you know, that, that piece of it being more successful on first down uh, where we can kind of put them back behind the chains and then allow ourselves to be more aggressive on second and third down offensively. Um, those are big things. We had some big shots early in the game, you know, uh, that we just missed. And uh, we hit a few there in the second half. And But, but defensively, again, it goes back to winning first down, finding a way to get off the field on third down. We tackled better in the second half. And some of that is, listen, 
they they got some dudes over there. Really, yeah, they, really incredible talent. Um, and, and the running back runs so hard, and the tight end. I mean, they they got them all over the place. I thought both teams are really well coached. I really enjoyed watching it. I thought you guys did a good job. They did too. Uh, yeah. and, and you made the play at the end you had to make. You know, you had a chance to maybe get the tie there if it didn't work out. Yeah. You go ahead and try to score at the end, they work. And, uh, yeah, congrats. huge run yeah. by Christian Lando. You know, we got we got it down there twice, and really uh, right there to score twice and got them called back. We were yep. talking on the bus. Really kind of blessed looking back on it now that we get the, the two penalties called to kind of eat up a little bit more clock. <laughs> uh, you know, certainly don't want to give them the ball with any more time than we needed to, so. You know, just it all worked out our way tonight. Uh, a year ago, it, it went their way. Two right. awesome programs, two great coaching staffs, two tremendous communities that love their football uh, and, and do it the right way. Yes, sir. Fantastic, fantastic. Well done. Congratulations on your win tonight, Coach Foster, and good luck to you and your team the rest of the way. Thanks for spending some time with us here on the Scoreboard Show. Absolutely. Thank you. Go Canes. All right. That is Coach Connor Foster. Man, they pull it out. I mean, dramatic finish. But like you said, it's something in the culture of a program like that. You find a way. Yeah, you just find a way. You don't get discouraged. Get better, get better, get better. Look up, and you got more points than another team most of the time. Yep, move on to the next week. All right, folks, coming up next, uh, we're going to check on with more games that have taken place. Check out with Creekside. They got a win tonight, but it was a tough one. Kelly Price from Fox 5 is going to join us next. You stay with us on this Friday night. It's the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Radio 92.9 The Game. It's the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game into our final hour. Um, great talking with Coach Foster and Cartersville all about the things that they've done up there. And, you know, there's that level of expectation. Like you said, you talk about the record, and he only lost for three games. He hadn't even thought about that. He didn't want to talk about that. No, he knew. <laughs> Hold on. He, he knew. Yeah. He just didn't want to talk about it. But that's the standard you have to play at. You can't get wrapped up in that stuff. That's for me and you to talk about. Right. They right. just need to worry about getting better and improving. And I've just been impressed with it. That's way easier said than done. You see it with what Coach Smart's doing in Georgia right now, mm-hmm. what Coach Saban did at Alabama, where they just kind of – it's a machine. They're just rolling and getting better, and that's way more difficult to do than people think. Yep. It's not just getting all these good players and they just go out there and start winning. It doesn't work like that. You got some scores from that on the south side. Monday's Mill, uh, undefeated. They beat Jonesboro 36-28. They're still undefeated. Monday's Mill, still undefeated. That's a big win. Jonesboro was a good team. Yep, very good Jonesboro team. was a good team coming in that game. Norquinette beats Meta Creek 49-14. Norquinette moves to 5-2. and two. Uh, Parkview stays 5-1. and one. On the year, defeat South Gwinnett 34 to 20. Okay. All I got right. one, though, Sam. Which, which one you got? You ready for this one? Which one? Newton, 31, Grayson, 27. Man, and they played that one at Grayson. At Grayson. Maybe Newton, sneaky good. Or sneaky good. Well, can you be sneaky good no. when you beat Grayson? You no. can't sneak up on anybody when well, you're doing stuff like that. And they haven't, they haven't really sneaked up on anybody. They've been good for a while. But they have struggled in these games. Yeah. You know, getting over that next group where you're 
top 10 in the state. I mean, let's be honest, in 7A. I mean, new coach Josh Skelton, who was the defense coordinator for a long time there, takes over. He's the man that brings the black coffee. Man, the man. That's that's, that's what they they talk with him. You know, he said, I want your team to be strong. I want you to be strong like a cup of black coffee. That's what he told the team. Maybe we should have told something about black coffee because this. <laughs> let me tell you about their last three games. They beat McEachern. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then they beat Westlake. And tonight they beat Grayson. Yeah. Can't say they're ducking anybody. <laughs> no. They're doing Can't it. Can't say they're ducking. They're anybody. doing it the hard way. They're uh, doing it the hard way. Congratulations, though. That's awesome. Yeah. Great, great win for those guys. Grayson will be back. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. But that's a great win for them tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell you, else had a great win, but had to struggle was Creekside. Had to struggle with Mays. Seems like that always happens when these two teams get together. Kelly Price from Fox 5, I-5 Sports, was there tonight. Kelly, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show and thoughts about the game you saw. Thanks, and yeah, you described it perfectly. This was a battle. Uh, Creekside was up 14-6 to at the half, and then Mays kind of came back in there. There was a ton of turnovers in this game on both sides. And uh, yeah, Creekside actually ends up icing the game with a uh, interception and end up winning this one 21 to 20 uh, just by one point just like a season ago with this matchup yeah a season ago it was 22 21 one point difference from tonight one point game Mays after that goes on a pretty good run and ends up in the uh, final eight in their state tournament uh, you know Creekside goes on as well do you see these kind of seasons happening for these teams after you watch them today are these both these teams going to be really successful moving forward do you think yeah, I mean, this is definitely two teams in 5A that you're going to watch. And actually, it's funny you say that because uh, Maurice Dixon, the head coach for Creekside, after the game, both teams kind of came together at the end, midfield and parade and everything. And Maurice was talking to Mays players who were very upset about this loss, saying, hey, we are the two top teams in this class, guys. Like, no one else is playing like you guys. You should be proud of yourself for the effort that you put out there tonight. So, I mean, Maybe you see a turnaround from this Mays team just like a season ago. Um, maybe it takes this loss again to Creekside for them to kind of go on a tear. I'm going to ask you this, Kelly. You feel like, you know, the, the, the pre-region schedule that Creekside has played. We know they played the team up in New Jersey. They went to Modern Day and played, you know, California. But they come back, and here's a Mays team that probably knows them pretty well, you know, that, that, that area of town. And they weren't backing down from him. Do you feel like this Creekside team maybe can use a game like this just like Mays can? Kind of a, I don't know if it's a wake-up call, but just the fact that because you played these games outside of the out of, out of state with these nationally ranked opponents, don't think you're going to come in and just, you know, have a cakewalk within your region. Right. No, I, I think this was, you know, maybe not a wake-up call like you say, but, um, you know, I talked to Maurice about that um, after the game and, he was like, you know, this is a great win for us. I love the battles and the resilience that we showed in this game. But there's a lot of things that we need to fix. And, of course, as the old saying goes, it's always good to fix those things after a win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point of playing all those uh, games, this is actually their first game at home, which is crazy when I looked at the schedule. They played five games prior to tonight, and this was their first home game. This is a team they were honoring the 10-year anniversary of them winning the state championship, I saw. Um, first, though, this is a program who we know can win the state championship. Yeah. And that is Coach Dixon's goal. We've talked to him a couple times. He wants to be good in that 15th game. They haven't gotten there the last few years. Uh, it's games like this that 
can put you in those situations that later in the road you know you can finish. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. Kelly, th- th- thoughts about this team going forward? Did they make the impression with you that they are one of the top teams you know, in the classification and we should see them there the last few weeks of this season? Oh, yeah. I mean, like you guys were just talking about, Creekside is always kind of in that conversation, right? And I was really impressed with their ground game. They, you know, kind of got away from it a little bit more in the second half, I thought. Uh, but in the first half, I mean, they barely passed the ball. They, the, the two guys they have in that backfield are really, really talented. Um, and one of them actually had some two picks in the first half on defense. So they're really talented on that side of the ball as well. Fantastic. But, Kel, we always – Thank you for stopping and by. Well, not stopping by. You're driving back. You're on your way back from the game and checking <laughs> check in with what, what, what's, on, what's on what's on High Five Sports tonight. Yeah, um, my game of the week package probably just aired, but you know we're all over the place as usual. Uh, my favorite new thing that we're doing this year is we have a segment in the beginning of the show that shows a little map of all the little cameras around all of North Georgia that we're at, and it really shows you kind of the footprint of how many places we go. Um, so. Yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We're fantastic. We appreciate the coverage you guys do for these student athletes. It's awesome. I used to be the athletic director, the coach. It means a lot to these communities when you guys get out there. And bring the hand. And bring the hand. Yeah. <laughs> Always got to bring the hand and the golden hand trophy. Always. <laughs> no, it means a lot to us as well. Kelly, thanks so much for the time. Always great to catch up with you. Safe travels. All right. Thank you guys so much. All right. That is us. Kelly Price checking in with us. High Five Sports out there checking out this uh, Creekside team. And, you know, very talented. You know, that's the thing. How do you get back to, you know, your region and your teams after playing the folks that they had to play early in the schedule? It is a, is it, it is a mindset, mindset shift. Yeah. Okay. Now, is, could I make an argument that Mays is the best one in four team in the state of Georgia? Probably so. Let me give you two arguments. Okay. One is they lost by one point to Creekside tonight. Two is early in the season, before we knew who they were, they lost to Douglas County by six points. And now we all know who Douglas County is. Yeah. By the way, they play tomorrow, by the way. They didn't play tonight. They didn't play tonight. Douglas County plays tomorrow. But Douglas County 6-18. Yeah. Um, Mays a 5-18. Mays plays Douglas County. They lose 48-42. I mean – Maybe that wasn't that bad of a loss, you know. When you think about it. But they're still one and four because they've just played a tough schedule. So they got Maynard Jackson, Villarica, Tri-Cities, Banneker, Lithia Springs. Is it possible they win all those? It's possible, yes. I'm not saying they're going to. I haven't seen all those teams enough to know. But it's possible. It's hard to get those young men back believing that when they're one and four. But if Coach can and those guys – this is a, this can be a springboard to do the exact same thing they did last year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it sets up for that. It re, it really does, and if it does, you know, you want to watch out for this team if you meet them in the postseason because that's what happened last year. They got into the postseason and nobody wanted to play them. Mays just went into the postseason as a as a red hot team. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they'll be a team to watch. We'll hear their name in Creekside for the next several weeks. We will. We will. We will. Uh, check with some other scores. We got some time for some other scores. Yeah, Lee, Lee County won the game, the track meet. It Lee was County a, wins. Boy, what was it? A track meet. Uh, great, great, great football game. And you, you, this might be two teams that play later. You know, for the teams in the region to be able to play again, you know, you got to be in the semifinals. Okay. 
So that's what I mean when I say that. That could happen. That could because happen. these are this is two of the best four or five teams in the state, Lee County and Houston County. Uh, Lee County with the win tonight, 44-35 over Houston County. We had Coach Foster on earlier from Cartersville. The uh, dramatic win by Calhoun. The rest of their region uh, casts a winner tonight over Woodland Cartersville, 42-12. to uh, Dalton and Hiram. Hiram wins that game, 49-39. Um, Hiram. Yeah. That's a program that struggled until this year. We talked to the coach earlier in the year. They built it and built it, and now they're a state top ten team. They're, they're going to get their chance to play Cartersville and Calhoun coming up. Yes, they will. And, um, that's going to be some exciting games. Great games coming up within that region. And just like Coach Foster said, two teams, pretty good teams, going to end up on the outside looking in. Uh, that's how things end up going with this. We got Tucker and Decatur. Tucker wins this game, 48-39. Tucker's a winner over Decatur tonight. Uh, Chapel Hill's a winner, 18-16 over Maynard Jackson. Temple over Midtown, 40-7. to Final score, Villarica 37, Lithia Springs 34. Mm. Uh, Arabia Mountain over Lithonia 27 to nothing in a game that was stopped with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They just said, that's it, everybody leave. I had a few times where I wanted to say that. Yep. That's enough. It actually happened this one. This, this is it. Everybody leave. That, that was a bit of a mishap. And they said, all right, everybody go home. That's I, got a, I got one we can talk about for a minute, Sam. How about Luella? Down there in Henry County. We talked about Henry County earlier. Mm-hmm. Luella upset Lovett tonight. Whoa. 27-22. Ooh, a, a, frown, a frown on the other side of the Garrett, glass. Garrett, you okay with that? Ooh, Are you okay over there? Frown on the other side of the glass. Look at this. Ooh. I mean, the Band of Brothers will rally. We'll be all right. <laughs> well, they didn't we'll rally right. tonight. Not tonight. Not yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's still, okay. They're still number one in the region, aren't they? Well, considering that's a region game, I'm going to assume no. Ooh. But. That would not be good. But. Look. Love it is a great program, a well-coached team. They'll be fine. I mean, okay. they <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. not worried about Mike. But Muschamp tonight is not their day, it and happens. that is a good win for Luella. So, congrats to Luella. Good Se- for them. Second jerk getting their first win of the season. First, they, worst win ever. First win when they get their first win tonight. Oglethorpe County they beat them 43-22. Yeah, their first win of the season, correct? But yeah. also, this they didn't win a game last year, if I memory serves me right, right, and that was their first year playing football. So, this would be their first win ever. Now, Seckinger, we mentioned, we, I think it was all fair, but we mentioned back in the day when Grayson was new and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, Seckinger, I believe, pulls from Mill Creek. Mill Creek. Yep. Might be one of them teams one day that not battling Oglethorpe County, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Might be one of those teams that down the road you see in that group with Mill Creek and Grayson and Parkview. And I, think that's, I think that's it. Yeah, they did pull a lot of the students that uh, went there. Uh, coming from uh, from the, the the University of Mill Creek, that can't really has a massive place. massive massive uh, enrollment. So as they cut some of that enrollment, second year is the new sc- school there in Gwinnett County, up I eighty five, and they get a win tonight. Great for them. Um, let me see, we got the final score over Carver Atlanta. We, they, they were playing Peach County tonight. Peach County beats them thirty six eighteen. Final score in that game. How about Flyer Branch 41-38 winners over Clark Central? Clark Central had a nice, oh, yeah. had a good team this year, but Flyer Branch with the big win. Congrats, Flyer Branch. Big win for them. Gordon Lee 22, Cahulla Creek 21. Mm, Gordon Lee Creek. beats the Creek. Beats the the Creek. Creek did not rise tonight. Did so. not rise tonight. Gilmer 35, West Hall 6. That's all in that one. The Bobcats with the win. Good job by the Bobcats, Coach Standard and his team. But Central Carroll on the win. 
35-21 winner over Cedartown. That is Ooh. a big, 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 big. That is a big win. Win for Central You don't Carroll. have your buzzer to hit. You know? Yeah, I don't have that buzzer. I'm hitting it. Pretend like <laughs> Pretend I'm Pretend like it. you hit the buzzer. <laughs> we got to find you a new buzzer. Come on, Garrett. We got to find me a buzzer. That, 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 was, that, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. We're going to come back. Come back and wrap things up. Maybe get some more in Maybe have another interview and wrap up some final scores and look ahead to next week and some of the rankings as well. You stay with us here on this Friday night. It's the Scoreboard Show, High School Scoreboard Show, Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sounds out of the Cab County. MLK, high school marching band bringing us back for our final segment on this Friday night of the High School Scoreboard Show. So glad you've been with us, and thanks to our reporters who great great night of reports and interviews, and also thanks for all of our guests who joined us tonight. My goodness, we, the topics that we've covered, in case you missed it, we talked about everything uh, from high school NIL to reclassification. To barbecue. To barbecue. To, to, to barbecue, we, we we did the finer points of barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those things as well tonight here on the Scoreboard Show. So glad that you've been with us. All right, well, we're headed into um, a bye week for some, I guess. I forget who's off this week. This week, mostly Cobb County schools and Ray. You know, let me just go right into it. All right, all right, all right. So when you look at seven A mm-hmm. right now, the number one team in the state is Buford. Yeah. And the number two team in the state is Mill Creek. Okay. And most of Gwinnett teams are off next week. So they're both off next week. But the next week, they play each other. Ah. So they both got two weeks to get ready to play each other. Now, that's a battle right there. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's a battle yeah, right there. Yeah, you get ready for that. Yeah. Um, and we know what all of the implications are within – uh, that, that particular game, we watch for that. And some other people who will be curiously watching from outside of Gwinnett County, the folks down at Colquitt County. Colquitt County, Walton. I really think Buford, Mill Creek, Colquitt County, and Walton, if you're just going off of what you've seen this year, it, you, you couldn't necessarily say one of them is definitely the number one team. I think Buford is the number one. They, they probably deserve that off their reputation. They've really played well. But what is Mill Creek? What could should they have done differently? What is Walton should have done differently? You know, the, this point in the year, the rankings are just fun. Yeah. What you're trying to look at and say, how many of these teams really could probably beat each other for the state championship? And I'm telling you right now, Buford, Mill Creek, Walton, Colquitt County, and probably even Carrollton at five. Who I know lost the opening game, and then look at Newton. At Newton right now is the sixth ranked team. They just beat Grayson. They just beat Grayson. I mean, who just beat Lowndes 40 to nothing the week before. You know, and everybody else is doing. Parkview is staying in step. Norcross got another win. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 a, a 7A is the way of stacking up. But, like, those those two at the top are basically what you're looking very hard at. Uh, in 6A, 
Gainesville did nothing to to change anybody's minds about them tonight. Absolutely not, nor did Thomas County Central. Now, Houston County and Lee County battled. Lee gets the win in a really close one. That's going to move Lee County up above Houston County probably, but Douglas County, listen, in 6A, you're looking at Gainesville, Thomas County Central, Houston County, Douglas County, Hughes, Lee County, Rome, all teams that – You're putting Roswell in there? Roswell maybe too. Maybe. I mean, I think Roswell playing Blessed Trinity really tight. I think they lost – I don't know that they necessarily, based on the results of their games, are exactly in that group, but they're right there knocking on the door. Okay. All right. Watch it for them. We go to 5A. And in 5A, we uh, – boy, we spoke the coach of Cartersville Purple Hurricanes tonight – as they had a, they really, got to be number one, right? They really had to come from behind to get that win, but they got it tonight. I mean, I know right now in these rankings they're number four, but Coffee, they've done nothing wrong. But Coffee's number one. Creeks has number two with a loss, but it's to modern day. Uh, three Jefferson, four Cartersville, five Hiram. I mean, man, how, how you picking one of those teams to be number one? Yep. You know, I mean, I, I haven't seen Coffee play, but they're they're outstanding. Based on Jefferson's been outstanding, but Carter's will beat Calhoun, who's the number seventeen. Yep, pretty big win. Yep, yep. And Hiram's sitting right there, like, okay, y'all ignore us if you want to. We're all in the region together. That's right. See what happens. Uh, 4A Benedictine, and we know what's happening there. And North Oconee, North Oconee looked pretty strong tonight. Yeah, absolutely. North Oconee really been good. Benedictine played a close game with New Hampshire. They beat them by seven points. Uh, Perry was good. Bainbridge really put it on Brooks County. Holy Innocence lost, number five team, so that'll drop them down. Uh, Central Carroll with the win over Cedartown. They're right yeah. now number eight. They're going to bump up. So. Burke beats Wayne. Yeah. Burke beat Wayne. They'll be out in North Hall, who was number 10, will be out after the loss to uh, North Oconee. Yeah, that's that. 3A uh, and Cedar Grove. And it seems not to matter what the record says. Uh, you're still going to see them up there at yeah. the top. Yeah, don't let that record fool you. You know, that's a good football team. They're, they were off this week, but they're the best team in AAA. Calvary Day had a big win tonight. Stevens County was uh, – I think they were able to beat Monroe. Mm-hmm. Sandy Creek lost to Harris County. Yes. They dropped them big. Yes. Um, Savannah Christian with the win. Uh, Thomasville with the win. Morgan Mary, County Mary, with the win. Mary Richmond Academy. Win. Richmond Academy did not get the 600th win. Did not get it. No, Morgan County beat them. Morgan tonight. County with the win. So, we're going to have to wait until next week. See, if, see they if they can get that 600th win. See if they can get that one. All right, in uh, 2A, uh, Thompson, down on the, the the team, the crew from the Brickyard. Um, up there you got Appling. Appling beat Pierce County tonight. That's Big win for P- Appling. I mean, Pierce County's fantastic. But that was a number two versus number three game. Yeah. Appling with the win 17-14. to 14. Northeast got a win. Northeast has got a phenomenal team. They've gotten a win. Uh, Fellowship and Rabin, who won that one? Rabin? I think Raven beat Fellowship Christian, forty-two to twenty-eight. So that'll knock Fellowship Christian down, and um, still got a great program. But Raven, good win for them. Big win for them, and Rockmark got a win tonight. We keep an eye on that one. All right, Slay County. We talk um, in Class A Division Two, and they just continue to do what they do. Absolutely, Slay County. I don't know if I ever say that right. I've said it a bunch of different ways. <laughs> But you know, if you win enough, people will figure it out. They will. They will. And they have to. I love about old Green County jumping to number two. They won this week. They beat Towns County. Um, that mean buttermilk pie for everybody. Buttermilk pie for everybody. <laughs> what Coach Banks tell us? One thirty. 
Yep. Exit 130. Exit 130. That's where they are. Only right there by the lake. Hard to miss them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And then uh, Class A Division One. Yeah, Class A Division One. You're looking at Prince Avenue Christian. I mean, wow, dominating everybody. Swainsboro, Rabin County with that win tonight. Maybe they can bump in that situation. Brooks County's kind of on that Cedar Grove deal. They lost to Bainbridge tonight, fall to one and four. But in single A, they're not. They're going to be a problem for some people. Commerce uh, continue to get a win. Elbert County with a win tonight too. Yeah, Elbert County's having a nice season. Coach Shannon Jarvis, the old coach at Mill Creek. Yeah. Down there at the Granite Bowl now. You've been there, though. I have been there. Yeah. I have been there. I have seen the scene. And those are some of the rankings and what we think from this week, some of the teams that are ranked. Um, maybe some things will be on the move this week. Definitely we'll see what happens to Grayson. If Grayson gets to hang in or if they're, you know, does Grayson go out of the top ten? Maybe. Maybe. maybe yeah, maybe. Maybe. But don't get – they got plenty of chances to be back. Yeah. Yeah. What about next week? Next week? Lowndes Valdosta. Is that a game you oh normally my goodness. are interested in? Wow. That's that's happening next week. Carrollton and East Coweta. Wintersville. Next week. You know, uh we talked about them with Dukes and Bell. East Coweta's off this week. East Coweta and Carrollton next week. Um how about Osborne and Kennesaw Mountain? That's a curious That's where game. they Osborne got off the rails a little bit last year. Yeah. Are they able to get maybe that sixth win that they've really eluded them since 1994? Maybe it's next week. I think maybe. there'll be a game. What about Walton and North Cobb? North Cobb beat Milton. They gave Buford the toughest game Buford's had. They got Walton. Now that's a game yeah. to keep an eye on. I think so. That should be a big one next week. You keep going down the line and looking. What about Carver Atlanta, who's got a doesn't have a great record right now, but we know has a good team. They're playing Monday's Meal. So now Monday's Meal, this undefeated Monday's Meal team, gets to play a more established team in Atlanta in Carver. That should so be an interesting matchup. Should be an you interesting know, Carver, matchup. Carver fell tonight to, uh, to Peach County, playing Peach County tonight. We watched that one. You got, let's see, Coffee's playing Bradwell Institute, but Ola coming back after a just a heartbreaking loss. They were 27 to 20. Warner Robins scores at the very end. They go for two, and they win 28-27. Man. Ola, heartbroken. Now they got Jones County. Can they bounce back Boy, that's such play a, a great game against Jones County? That's a tough assignment. That's a very tough assignment. Of course, um, Calhoun falls to Cartersville tonight, and there's a heartbreaking loss for them, but they they can't uh, they can't sit there and uh, wallow in that one because they got Hiram coming up next week. And Cass and Cartersville. Yep. How yeah. about you think that's a big deal? Uh, very, very. Those some big, big games to watch for sure next week uh, as we're keeping our games around the area that we want to keep an eye on and find out which ones our reporters are going to go out to because they, they, they want to go out and be around some. I don't know if we're going to I don't know if we're going to gas up the the Learjet to go down to Wintersville. But well, we already done it once, you know. You know, that's, that's mean, a long trip. Harrison and McKeecher. Yeah. When last we saw McEachin, they were with dispatching. They beat Valdosta. Beat Valdosta. Really getting back on the right track. Harrison undefeated. That's an interesting game. It's, an inter- it's a region game, you know. Yep. The yep. winner of that game will have a great chance to be having an inside track at winning that region. I think that's one you want to make sure and watch for next week. I think I'm going to enjoy watching for that one and see what happens there. There's some of the, the matchups uh, for next week. Let's see. We've got Northside Warner Robins and, and Houston County after Houston County falls tonight. What happens with with uh, with that one coming up? 
Yeah, Houston County be playing for that county county championship. They beaten Perry. Mm-hmm. They beat Warner Robins. Mm-hmm. They played Northside. Those are all in their county. Um, be interesting to see how they bounce back. You know, bouncing back is part of it. Yep. And um, that's what they're going to have to do now. So exciting to see. Every, every, as you get further in the season, every week we go to the – every week we move along, there's more region games. There's more games with implications that are going to play out over the course of the whole season, and that's what makes it really exciting. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Stevenson, uh, Felt, well, they got Westminster next week. See if they can regroup and get a win against them. That's one we watch for next week. Uh, Westlake is back. They got Pebblebrook coming up next week. Is one of their games to watch for. Denmark, West Forsyth. Those are two schools that you can like throw a rock between. Yeah, right down the road. Right down the road from each other, right? Right down the road from each other. But in big playoff implications, there is both those teams probably comparable programs that'll be battling in that region. Maybe, maybe for the region championship, maybe for second place, maybe for third. But there's going to be some battle in there between those teams, and the winner of that game has the advantage moving forward. You mentioned Arabia Mountain earlier. Arabia Mountain and Decatur next week. Could be a big game in that region. Should be a really big game in the, in, in the, that same region. Yep, Shambly and Tucker. Whoa! Remember okay. last year, Shambly beat Tucker, really propelled them into a, a great season. First time they'd beaten Tucker in like forty years. Yeah, or something, something like long yeah, time, long, long, long time, yeah. long, long time they beat them last year. So we watch out for that one as well. And those are the teams that we'll be playing next week. Notice we didn't mention our Lenny Gwinnett County Schools. They're going to be taking a break next week. Um, so that those are the ones as far as fall break goes. We got enough Gwinnett in today for hey, two we, weeks. We got plenty. We yeah, got yeah, two we, weeks worth in today. We got a whole lot of Gwinnett in today. We had with uh we, we had coach Coach Keith Maloof that joined us early in the program. Of course, he is now the winningest all time coach uh in Gwinnett County, 198 wins. He passed by uh Parkview's Cecil Flow with a win last night. A game they beat um 41 14 winners over Duluth. Uh, we also spent some time with Rennie Current, Brookwood alum, uh, school days. And if you missed it, either time we aired it, of course, you can go to uh, go to 11 Alive. Go, you know, 11 Alive. Go, go to 92.9thegame.com and go to and click on high school, and you can, um, you can find it there and click on that, and you can in, end up hearing that interview in case you missed it. Absolutely. So check it out. Check it out. That one. Also, uh, we thank Kelly Smith for joining us. And getting in all the digs for Georgia Southern. I think they won the prize today. You think so? The alumni. She got it. She got it. Well, man. Garrett helped. Garrett and her, yeah. He, get, <laughs> uh, he helped out. He helped out a lot. And so um, we, we appreciate her joining us. Also, and also Kelly Price from Fox Five uh, checking in with us from the game out at uh, Creekside. Update there. We thank for all who ch- chimed in with us tonight and updated games. Uh, also up in Gainesville, Bill, Bill Murphy checking in with us. The Gainesville Times. Gainesville was another win, and now they got a they got a bye week as the top team in the state. And we thank you. Also thank our contributors, uh, Damian Dayday Lewis, Eric Slaughter, Garrett Chapman with the work on the other side of the glass. For the coach Chris Parker, Sam Crenshaw saying thanks so much for joining us. And meet us back here next Friday night for the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.